thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. It is Monday, March 28th, 2022. Thank you for joining us here for 1% or less with him. I am Jason, and I'm happy to have you here. Um, today, we are going to be reading out of the book of Psalm. Psalms. Excuse me, I'm like reading my title here, and I forgot to add the S at the end of it. Boy, I tell you what, me and my miss spellings here. Uh, yesterday, I got the complete wrong book, and then today, I completely missed the S at the end of Psalms. So, But we're going to be reading out of the book of Psalms. Chapter 33 is what I was reading this morning, so I wanted to read that today. I hope everybody had a good weekend. I hope everybody had a safe weekend. Um, I say that for a reason. Um, one of our drivers, well, so as you all know, several, about, mm, about a month ago maybe now, it's been three, four weeks. We had one of our drivers, uh, he had, a, he had a, a full load of ethanol and he rolled his truck due to a couple cars that uh, skidded out in front of him and wrecked. Uh, it was a snowy, kind of a rainy, snowy, kind of icy kind of day. Um, anyway, they were entering the highway and it, they got in front of him. They wrecked in front of him and it was either smash into them and possibly kill one of them um, or severely injure anyway or, you know, take it in a ditch and his reactions took it in a ditch and and uh fortunately it wasn't as bad as w- what it could have been but ended up ultimately re- you know rolling so and we're a pretty safe fleet where we where we're at you know our fleet's a pretty pretty good fleet we have a good group of men and they're good drivers and then unfortunately this past weekend we had another driver for, you know, it wasn't his fault, but we had another driver involved in a very another serious accident, and he was going down the highway, and he was in the far right lane, and there was a car. Again, he's a night shift, so of course Saturday night, bars close, closing, people are drinking, driving. Right, I've been there, and so there was a car in the middle lane on this three lane highway. He's in the right car in front of him, about a truck length apart or more from him, but in the middle lane. And uh, here comes a wrong way driver barreling down the highway. Literally about, you know, from according to him, he could have sworn she was going 80, 90 miles an hour. And uh, went head on with the girl in the uh, car that was in the middle lane, head on. Instant, just carnage. Just apparently, according to, I was talking to one of the drivers there that went to go pick up this driver that was involved with it because he ended up driving through it because, you know, proximity was so close. And, um, yeah, one of them did not make it. The other one is in very critical condition. I guess expected to live. Both young girls, just above drinking age limit and of course unfortunately one of them ended up passing away 
and it was an accident that he will continuously see and replay in his head. He said it was so traumatic, it looked like an explosion happened, and both cars went 30 feet up in the air, to his estimation. And apparently one of the firefighters was talking to another driver that went to go pick him up. He said it took about two hours just to use the jaws of life to untangle, undo the cars, to get at the girls. And then once they were able to untangle the cars, I mean, because it was two cars meshed into one. So anyway, Brian, I know you listen to this podcast. So if you're out, you know, if you're listening to this, everybody at work is thinking about you. And our prayers are with you. And we're sorry that you had that unfortunate experience. And uh, just know that we are praying for you here. And uh, just hope you have a, just a, you know, just rest and relax. Just, you know, take your time, take it easy. And uh, something obviously you won't be able to unsee. So anyway, so anybody out there that's listening, if you can say a prayer for our boy Brian out there, that'd be much appreciated. He's pretty destroyed about it. I reached out to him and sent him a text. And I'm really sorry to hear that that happened to you. I'm glad you're all right. And he just said, yeah, I'm fine. It's just I'm going to need a couple days basically to cry. And I don't blame him one bit. You see something like that. It's very heart-wrenching, especially when it's a girl that young. That could be, you know, I think could, you know, could have been his daughter even, you know. And so anyway... It's one thing as truck drivers, or at least me personally, I can't really speak for everybody, but I can only assume everybody shares the same sentiments. But as a truck driver, it's one of the biggest things. That's one of my biggest fears is getting in a, you know, having a car accident first of happen, uh, you know, in front of me or have one involved with me because we're so heavy. You know, we have 126,000 pounds when we're, you know, loaded. And uh, it's not so much what would happen when I'm loaded, it's actually when we're empty, that seems to be more of a volatile trailer because when you have fumes, fumes blow up a lot easier than a trailer loaded with a bunch of fuel. True story. So anyway, um, but you know, it's one of my biggest fears. I never want to, you know, leave this earth in an accident and leave my family behind. Second biggest fear is having my, you know, uh, I should say, I, I should reverse that. My biggest fear is actually having my wife and daughter in an accident and losing them. And then second one would be me, obviously, and leaving them behind. But obviously, I don't want to ever have an accident happen in front of me or involving me where that person dies. I do not want to ever have that experience because, you know, one of the biggest things that I cannot, you know, I, that breaks my heart is the increase in crosses and memorials and shrines that I see on the sides of the highways. They're increasing by the day. It's just it's very sad. And so anyway, be safe out there on the roads. Let's get started. I just wanted to get that off my chest here and kind of put that out there. And if again, can you if you can say a prayer for, you know, our uh, friend at work there, that'd be great. Uh, we're going to read Psalm 33. It's a fairly short chapter. The subtitle is Praise of God's Power and Providence. And it reads, Rejoice, your you righteous, in the Lord. Praise from the upright is fitting. Give thanks to the Lord on the harp, on the ten-stringed lyre, offer praise. Sing to him a new song. Skillfully play with joyful chant. For the Lord's word is upright. All his works are trustworthy. He loves justice and right. The earth is full of the mercy of the Lord. 
By the Lord's word the heavens were made. By the breath of his mouth all the host, all their host. He gathered the waters of the sea as a mound. He sets the deep into strange storage vaults. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all who dwell in the world show him reverence. For he spoke, and it came to be, commanded, and it stood in place. The Lord foils the plan of nations, frustrates the designs of peoples. But the plan of the Lord stands forever, the designs of his heart through all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people chosen as his inheritance. From heaven... The Lord looks down and observes the children of Adam. From his dwelling place, he surveys all who dwell on earth. The one who fashioned together their hearts is the one who knows all their works. A king is not saved by a great army, nor a warrior delivered by great strength. Useless is the horse for safety. Despite its great strength, it cannot be saved. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon those who fear him, upon those who count on his mercy, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive through famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and shield. For in him our hearts rejoice. In his holy name we trust. May your mercy, Lord, be upon us as we put our hope in you. And that concludes the reading of chapter 33 in the book of Psalms. One verse I want to go back to, actually it's kind of three of them actually, verses 10 through 12. I love this verse, these verses. The Lord foils the plan of nations, frustrates the designs of people, but the plan of the Lord stands forever. The designs of his heart through all generations. Blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord, the people chosen as his inheritance. And that's what we're going to be. That's where we're going to be at in this nation. Mark my words. The Lord will foil the plans of the nations that frustrate the designs of people, peoples. His plan will stand. And not only will it stand for one generation, but for all generations. And yes, we are seeing chaos and we're seeing turmoil in our own nation. But you know what? When enough people finally wake up to what's really happening and they start turning to Christ and Father in heaven, I really believe that we are going to be a blessed nation, as it says right here in verse 12, blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord, the people chosen as his inheritance. We will return to that. There's no doubt in my mind. We just need to really be real with ourselves and be honest with ourselves with the reality of what's really happening in this, in this world, with our nation in particularly. As it states right here, verse 20, our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and shield. For in him our heart rejoice. In his holy name we trust. Absolutely. May your mercy, Lord, be upon us as we put our hope in you. And that's exactly what we need to return to. We need to return. We need to return to a point where we put our hope in him and him only. Not man not money, not a house, not a promotion, not a new car or a new truck, not in our 
own skill sets. We need to put our hope solely and only on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, because through him all things are possible. Nothing else is possible without him. We need to return back to Christ in this nation. We need to get Christ back in our heart. And no, that's not an overnight thing, so let me be clear. I'm still working on it. Yes, I have Christ in my heart, but I'm always inviting him on a daily basis because I want to make sure that he never escapes me. I want to make sure that I'm always... You know, it's like inviting... It's like inviting like a neighbor or a parent or a friend over, right? And let's just say you like that person so much, that 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 friend or, you know, parent or whoever. You love them so much that you never want them to leave your house, right? And this is probably a terrible example, but this is the only thing I can think of in my simple little mind. That eventually it's like if you don't, you know, okay, actually here's a good example. Like my mom, when she comes from Florida, right? Oftentimes we always tell her, you know, cause she has the ability to work from home. So she sometimes will work cause she's a, you know, she's a, an executive assistant to some, you know, to CEOs and high level executives where she works at very good at her job, but she has the ability if they're not in the office physically there at the office there in Florida, if they're traveling, she has the ability to travel wherever and, you know, just be at their call wherever she's at. I mean, she could be in, you know, the North pole for all they know, you know, as long as she has internet access and a phone, but we'll tell her stay longer. If you like, if you have the ability to, and then she'd be like, are you sure? Well, yeah. You know, that would almost be like, kind of like Christ in our heart, right? Like if we start straying down a certain kind of path, Jesus would be like, mm, seems like he doesn't really want me in his heart. Cause he's going down this path of unrighteousness or whatever. Right. No, we always have to be intentional and always invite Christ on a daily basis. It's not just enough to say, yeah, I have Christ in my heart. Well, do you? Do you always invite him daily? Because just like a parent that you're, you know, inviting and reinviting to stay, right? To overstay their, you know, not, I don't want to say overstay the welcome. That's a uh, poor choice of words, but like extend the stay, like, right? Like, hey, you're not overstaying your welcome. We want to invite you to extend your stay. We want you here. It would be our pleasure to host you here. Well, it's the same thing with Christ. If we start straying away, then Christ might take that as, hmm, guess he, guess he isn't really fully rooted in me, I guess. Guess I'll, guess I'll depart. See what I'm saying? It's not enough to just say, oh, I'm saved. I'm good. I'm going to go to heaven. No. That's not enough. Yes, by faith and faith alone, we are, we are saved, sure. But that doesn't mean that we stop doing what we do as Christians by trying to, you know, by, by not doing good works. Yes, doing good works does not get us to heaven. But at the same time, it's like, again, with kids, you can have the, be, you can have the best kid in the world. That doesn't mean that you don't parent and you don't guide them. They can be the most well-behaved and listen to everything you say, but you still have to be a parent. 
just like with faith, right? Like you can have all the faith in the world, not do any works and, and probably be good, but you still got to do works. Occupy the land and expand his kingdom. That's what we're called to do. My apologies for sounding like a Bible thumper here, and that's not my intentions because everybody has a different walk. However, what I'm trying to say ultimately is we need to be intentional on a daily basis with not only inviting Christ in our heart, but by also being the best version of ourselves daily. And to always understand the simple fact that we're going to struggle on a daily basis and we all have a different walk. Again, it's not an overnight silver bullet kind of remedy. It's not just going to happen like that. It's not how that works. So anyways, gone long enough. Coming up in 17 minutes, we're going to say a quick prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for this day. Thank you for another day of life and good health. And we pray for the departed on Saturday that happened on that accident. In fact, we pray for all the departed that happened nationwide and worldwide. Unexpected deaths that That probably should have never happened. But because of one event or another, led them to be taken away from us, and may all of those souls be resting in peace in your heavenly kingdom. We pray for Ryan, that you give him peace and solace, the traumatic event that he went through. I pray for the parents of both those girls and their families, possibly spouses and kids. I don't know. But I pray for all those involved and that are touched by that event. May everybody listening always be safe and shielded and protected by your protecting protect, protective hand while on the highways. I pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, until then or the next time, we will see you. See, tomorrow's Tuesday, so we have a His Hardline discussion tomorrow, which I highly recommend you tune into, and a uh, another 1% or less with him. All right, have a blessed day, and have a good night. Thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.